stuff episode cs that's spanish for six six i'm tyler palmer <laughs> i'm as he half <laughs> bam we did it i we did it first try first try All yeah right, with it. balls deep first push yep ddfp bam uh corrections we got a lot Let's of them off. uh so it turns out last episode we had a little debacle about one to Cobro, and we said it was Doug McKenzie. Yeah, we, we rated Iron City on a scale of one to Cobro as a... No, we said Bob to go, Bob McKenzie. So you can see how it's mixed up. I think Two. we meant Doug McKenzie. Yeah, uh, so basically Bob is Doug, Doug is Bob. Yeah, we meant not Rick Moranis. Not Mick Rick Moranis? Mick Romanis? <laughs> no, uh, we meant Dave Thomas is who we meant. Yes. Yeah. Not Rick Moranis. The thicker one, the one who could put you in headlock if you're a noogie and shit. Not Dick your anus. Not Dick your mom's anus. Whoa. Whoa. Harsh barge. I uh, didn't mean it that way. Not towards you. Uh, what, what other corrections do we have? So, as far as the King's Rules go, a barrel. Um, <laughs> I was a little rule. off. <laughs> a little off. Um, it's 31 gallons, which is a half keg. A, well, according to... Yeah, we had this debate on how much a actual barrel was uh back in the day they used to be 50 gallons which is closer to my estimation yeah um of now nowadays like a normal typical beer keg is basically half of a barrel yeah so a barrel is two kegs it's so basically like, 15.5 gallons or something like that yeah. for a keg but um a barrel is 31 gallons of beer so uh yeah, I don't even know why we felt like that was a correction. I think it was just more to clarify the king's rules. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of clarifying, we there is a repeal day. Yeah. It's, it's December 5th. Yeah. Which is 
uh, I, the way is that too it, close to Christmas for you? Well, the thing is, there's an, there's actually a website that you can go to. It's repealedday.org. Has to be an org, yeah. Yeah, but um, they're they're stoked on it because it's like exactly halfway between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, so well they're like, done. oh, it's cool. Like you don't, you're most likely not having to deal with family bullshit. Yeah. I don't think it's exactly, but it's somewhere in between there. So you've already done your Thanksgiving bullshit. You still haven't done your Christmas bullshit. Yeah. There's a good day to just go out and get drunk. Not a Black Friday. Good Lord willing, it's on a it's on a Sunday with some football. Yeah. So if you want to learn more about Repeal Day, go to repealday.org. Uh, the best thing I found off of it was that um, even if, like, unlike St. Patty's Day or Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. it's a, a day that all Americans can celebrate. Not that Americans can't celebrate those other two, but like no, we need to raise for, awareness. This one's for everyone. I didn't know about it till yeah, just now. You don't have so, to be Mexican or a Mick and uh, yeah, do hard labor so to appreciate it. You don't have to be a potato loving mother. Wait, I love potato tacos. Let's just leave it at that, dude. I grew. I'm, we're from Idaho, dude. Yeah, we're potato people. Yeah, um, sure. just kidding. All you Irish listeners out there, uh, but no, it's <laughs> repeal days for higher uh, charms <laughs> 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 yeah. and whatnot. Uh, repeal days for everybody, so that's dope. Um, Don't you feel like that would be the unluckiest of charms in that cereal box? Is the brown potato, <laughs> purple horseshoes, <laughs> rainbows, yeah. golden stars, yeah. and a brown Swollen potato, liver and a brown potato, <laughs> and the beaties. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> The other thing was, we were debating on wh- who owned Keystone. I said that Coors owned it. He was uh, right. And I was right. Yeah. Um, Bush does not own Keystone. It was It's owned by Molson Coors, which became Miller Coors, or whatever they are now. But yeah, it was Coors. Yep. And lastly, apologies for the snake bite audio. Yeah, it was uh, kind of high in the mids, but that's okay. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. Not we, worried about it. Yeah, we had some weird feedback, and I... It's not occurring now, as far as we can tell. It didn't. We recorded another snake bite that you may or may not hear, but yeah. it, the audio on that seemed fine. So somehow I technology yeah. wants us to just be so on point with quality control. It's nuts. Like I swear, like just I don't know. The audio gods are against us. They don't like us drinking or something. Either that or that squirrel crept into the sardine can. It's just been messing with our levels. Uh, so I it just, was the squirrel. It was. It just seemed to be short ass like, life. Motherfucker's making fun of me for running across the roof. I'm oh, he's got to be there. He's like, oh, I wonder what they're talking about today. I wonder if he's actually wants to be our friend. Uh, he could be our uh, mascot, little Drunky the Squirrel. <laughs> drunky the Squirrel. Uh, we got to have a better one, like something that starts with an S, like SOB the Squirrel. <laughs> SOB the <laughs> Son so, of the Branch. Yeah, no, just Sober the Squirrel. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a real prick. Real good guy. Uh, yeah, so that's all the. Corrections, blah blah blah. Uh, what's on the uh, What's on tap today? So we wanted to go a little something different. We wanted to shoot in between major label and the independent labels to not put this in record terms. But we also wanted a bottled beer and something American and American as fuck and a little bit uh, easterly coasty. <laughs> easterly coasty, yeah, yeah. We did the you know we did the micro of. Um, Church key, church key, yeah, and yeah. that was a Portland beer. So we're we're doing it's. We'll get into it, but it's a. I don't know how to define it as a micro or a macro, but it's it's. A, yeah, it's a I kind of in betweener. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
it's a craft brew according to them according to others not so much and so it is uh sam adams that uh chowder head yeah cue your dropkick murphy's don't don't yeah. don't 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 no but yeah we are gonna get wicked retard i used to love this beer too oh no 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 we're not watching the beginning of oh god the departed no we're not watching the beginning of the departed oh I said oh, all okay. those mean things about the Irish at the beginning. Oh, it's brewed from potatoes. <laughs> okay, so uh, for all you potato lovers out there, we're trying some Sammy Adams. It's <laughs> wicked retarded. It's retarded as all fuck. All right, so let's uh, let's analyze this bad we, boy. Yeah, always do and analyze this bitch. Let's start uh, at the tip. So actually, on this case, since it's a bottle, we'll start at the cap. Tip cap. Yep, we're um, drinking twelve ounce uh, bottles. Yeah, just so you use nose. So we have a blue bottle cap, and we have the traditional Sam Adams um, serif typeface. That's it says Samuel Adams. Samuel, whatever. Samuel Jackson Adams. And then uh, Boston Lager is in a banner below that. Red banner. In a little twisty fashion, and that is written in this typeface brothers. Um, they've changed their shit around since last year. From yeah, I, I feel like they gone through a little rebrand. Yeah, I don't like. I, there's not a typical image that stands out aside from like it's a little simpler once we get down to the main logo but like they they don't have like an iconic image in my head with the exception of down in the middle of the uh beer on the main the main part um there's a picture of i'm guessing sam adams like raising a pint like i feel like that's stayed true through their logos but like other than that like i don't nothing nothing jumps out as like i feel like the, the the stylization of um Illustrations changed a little bit, but I, I think I'm a little so, hazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have a neck label on here, which yeah. has um, a little bit of history on it, and also more branding, and then also description of um, what they're trying to accomplish. Um, do you want to read that? No, not really. But it me was, neither. <laughs> we'll get into it because it's basically their history, and we'll get into like what it says. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to say is that it's written by a guy who's named Jim Cock. Jim. Cock. K O C H. Well, whatever. Yeah. He's still a cock. Still a cock. Cotch. Jim Catch. <laughs> I mean, when you say that stupid yeah. accent, it's like, yeah, that is cock all day long. All right, let's get to the main label before we start ripping on these uh, Bostonian assholes. It's funny because we're descending down this fucking totem pole of weird and just like more branding, 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 more branding. And then we get to the portrait of Brewer. Dot Patriot. More branding, 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 more branding, branding, branding. Uh, we get to the Patriot raising a steel stein. And above it, it says rolled Brewer. up sleeve. Patriot. Yeah. Brewer. Did you ever say that? Uh, a little bit, kind of. Uh, but you. It's can apparently copyright. So that's no, that's a registered trademark. Oh, that's right. Cool. Brewer, Patriot, Samuel Adams. Uh, over to the right, we have um, to the far right of the label, we actually have a born on um, notch out selection. We actually have all the months. Um, dashed off, and then they... Yeah, not to be a dick, but I'm pretty sure that's the left side of the label. Uh, it depends. I was going Australian side. <laughs> yeah, no. Ugh, God. I want to drink this so bad. I lost um, I know, I'm, just, I'm so fucking thirsty, I don't care. Yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah, they do have a brewery fresh, and they notch it for um, when it's going to taste best. This one says it will taste good before December 2015, so we're we're in the clear. Um, the one thing I did notice if you, close. If, if you turn it all the way to the right side or Australian left side yep. um, 
On the lower right, there's the uh, K and a star for kosher. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I didn't this know is that. a kosher beer, so all you all you use out there can, uh, can uh, drink this, I guess. 4.9 alk per vol. Yeah. The bo- oh, th- this is a little douchey. I mean, it says Sam Adams, Boston Lager. Below that, it says rich, balanced, and complex. Oh, I was just reading that. <sighs> what, like you read Esquire? Like you're fucking more advanced than the rest yeah, of us? Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. And your red so- It's seriously- actually... They changed the colors a little bit more than what I remember to more uh, Red Soxy colors. Oh, I could see that, yeah. 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 Hmm. It's, I mean, it's it's your standard American beer. It's got red, white, and blue on it, but it's definitely a lot of blue with a little, like, red highlight. It does look yeah. oddly like... It looks like, like they're sports teams. Yeah, it does oddly look like... Minus a, Celtics and Bruins. A Patriots beer or a... What was the other team you just said? Red Sox. <laughs> That'd be the Red Sox. So, you want to tap into a verdict? Uh, fucking do I. Yeah, let's Oh, wait. Uh, do we want to cheers or anybody? Do we have a cheers? Anything? I don't know. I think uh, just anyone that's listening right now. Do we have now, any Boston fans? Well, let's, uh, while we're at it, let's ch- might as well, since we're opening these with our church keys, we'll uh, cheers Keysbot and Eli. For sending us a whole new batch yeah. of radical church Cosmic keys. And we got the rest of the ones that you guys sent earlier. Uh, super stoked on that. I'm going to use this beautiful, lucky lager uh, church key that she sent us. What are you opening it with? Uh, Canada Dry. <laughs> That's more of just a bottle opener. Grab a different one. Okay. Grab a nice one. Oh, ooh. ooh. How about lucky lager? Yeah, that's what I'm using. Yeah, there we go. Nice. This is a nice church key. Yeah. So, uh, I guess cheers to Keysbot. You guys are just getting all... And Cosmic Bud. You guys are getting all... All the accolades lately. They're really involved with the cast, so stoked. Yeah. Thank you. Well, family loves family. Yeah. Weird. All right. <laughs> well, cheers. cheers. Uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Shit. Like, I don't hate it. No, I don't either. I used to love this beer, like, a lot. Like, it would be my exclusive go-to. And drinking it now, it's not so bad. I was kind of really hesitant on getting back to this. Yeah. Place. Like, I didn't know how I would feel. Like, when we're not podcasting and drinking light american made beers yeah typically what we've been doing we are normally are like ipa dudes yeah like trying like the whole circuit of ipas yeah um and i feel like portland's a really ipa heavy town like everybody has like three options of ipa every brewery here makes one and then just every brewery in the world makes an ipa and then you know would you say this there's there's a large variety of them here and this this is nice it's a uh, I mean it's a would you say it's rich balanced and complex <laughs> I'm going for a taste too and I'm let me let me let me get back to you I feel like you can drink it fast I feel like you can savor the flavor but I'm dreading when this gets a little bit warm I would say that it's rich I'd say it's decently balanced um, there's nothing complex about it no actually it kind of fades towards the end it definitely, yeah. It's got a little bit of an assy after aftermath. What? Yeah. <laughs> assy aftermath. Uh, assy aftermath. Assy <laughs> aftermath. I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that so, someone's gonna write that as a review for a yeah. podcast. Yeah, they're mm. pretty good, but they got an assy aftermath. aftermath. After they yeah. jump the shark. Yeah. It's got a. It's got. It does. It, it leaves a chalky taste in my mouth. Chowdery taste? <laughs> Not chowdery. It's chalky. Chalky. Don't try it. Tell, tell me like. Mm-hmm. 
it's fun you, dip. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. got like a little bit of like a powdery aftertaste. Um, yeah, it's fun dip without the uh, sugar powder. Just the, the chalk sticks at the end. <laughs> Which were my favorite parts. No, that's the worst part of fun dip. Wow, big to differ. Yeah, you, no one. Yeah, no one saves the chalk potato, sticks. Potato, potato, my man. Yeah, tomato, <laughs> tomato. Chowder, uh, chowder. Shall there? Say it. Say how it. would you? I mean, do you want to get into rating it, or... Fuck, I don't even know what else I want to really say about it. I mean, it's kind of... It's almost basic. All right. So, Wonder Cobro, it's like Meg yeah. Ryan. It's almost hot. It's Meg Ryan, almost hot? Yeah. What would you say? I'd say... And you can totally a, veto. On a Wonder Cobro, it would be something like an indie darling that's gone mainstream and is not nearly as fine as she used to be. Uh, Darjeeling Limited. I was trying to think of like an actor or actress that. Like, oh God! Yeah, was, used to be like the indie, like oh, he was in all the indie movies, went mainstream, and then it's like, eh. you know what it is? What's that? It's uh, fucking the dude that played Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, uh, Jonathan Hedder. Yeah. Yeah. On a scale of one to Cobra, this, this is, is Jonathan. a Jonathan Hedder. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, this is fun and quirky, and then you watch every movie he's made since then, and it's really not anything great. no I mean there's bench warmers with fucking Rob Schneider oh, shit though he did that great one with he did fucking Blades of Glory that was good fuck that one's really good he gets outshined by All a right. few people though so I think there's uh, but that's not the, the indie darling that yeah, it once was. Of, yeah. He hopped onto like that Will Ferrell like mainstream yeah. train so, right, so let's come up yeah, with that's, no, that, no that's really accurate I think you know that, that transitional stage went from being like the independent uh, artist to, to something really mainstream. Yeah. Because the commercials, they stand with all the major label commercials. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, well, oh, Samuel Sam Adams is pretty omnipresent yeah. on television. So They are. There's, which is weird. So, but we had, we trouble. noticed this. Yeah, we noticed this um, when we tried to pick up beer. We actually tried to record this a couple of days ago and we couldn't find it. And like, we stopped at three stores and they didn't have it. But yeah. Uh, but like, I feel like Sam Adams is all over the TV. Yep. In my head is at every single like convenience easy store, to find. yeah, yeah, grocery store, and yet we went and checked out three different places, and, and oddly enough, nothing. in your assessment yeah. too, when I found it at Fred Meyer, like, and they have like the Freddy's that are, is near my house, huge micro beer display, and it's separated by an aisle, it takes up like a whole block, and then the next one over is all your domestics, and it's right at the edge of that aisle between domestic and the rest of the microbrews so it is right in the middle of that barometer really so it's in not all like facets. Uh, yeah major you know what this beer is what's that this beer is on a scale of one different cobras it's sub pop now yeah yeah <laughs> remember when sub pop like used to make good records yep yeah now <laughs> no <laughs> comment sound like every other yeah uh yeah so it's weird like um oh you know what it is now What's that? Maybe Vice Magazine. Oh, that's perfect, yeah. Used to be hard to get, but it was free. Had to dig around, had to go to like seedy head shops, be like, ah, oh, fuck. And then it started showing up at American Apparel when they first got their ads. Yeah. And then it got started getting ads from Nike and Converse and like beer ads and malt liquor ads. And then you're like, oh, well, yeah. this is Yeah, you're not easy. really like that cute little uh, obscure magazine that you once were yeah nothing, but nothing against it like Vice no, on HBO that show's fucking sick of shit yeah you know? and, and Shane Smith earned everything he's worked for and I'd say kudos to them for sure same with Sam Adams like you're not a bad beer no I don't 
really think that like you you've basically um out publicized yourself as far as being like the small micro brew that everyone wants to root for yeah you've you've done it to yourself i don't think you've done it like you've expanded beyond i think whatever you expected you know what we're, that, we're really trying to say is you were the hot girl in our small town yeah, yeah and you moved to the big city <laughs> you moved to the big city and you were just another hot girl in a big city yeah but an eight yeah not a 10 you were like an idaho 10 um i don't know la or new york five <laughs> or portland five so jonathan Edder, yeah one cobra jonathan <laughs> jesus longest winded fucking yeah one on the scale it was hard to nail down it's like it right was, in the middle yeah. you know better than mixed tail yeah. a little bit worse and I think than that's good because like uh i mean he's awkward looking this beer's awkward looking uh, you'd be stoked to show up at a party with it, but like, mm, not too stoked. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's better. I mean, you'd much. You brought show up. variety. Yeah, you'd I would much, say you'd much. You'd you'd rather show up with like um, I don't know, Pedro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, here's a bunch of Takati. <laughs> Racist. No, you said Pedro. <laughs> I meant from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he would bring to a party? bunch of Takati for God everybody day. at the same price <laughs> you had like, I don't know I had $12 to spend I didn't know one to buy Samuel Adams I bought a bunch of Takati for everyone yeah. and that's why he's fucking president because he cares yep. about everybody that's not racist no no no, no. alright so do you want to get into like a little bit about these yeah yeah I'm really curious about that I really don't know a whole lot about it so as I mentioned before um, the owner of this the, the, the brew master I guess nowadays is Jim Cock. Oh, Jim Cock. Jim Cock, yeah? Yeah. Hard. Just some wicked retarded Bostonian, I'm guessing. Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy Cock. Jimothy H. Cock. Do, do you think he pronounced it uh, Koch? Do you think he like, tries to get people to pronounce it Koch? Koch. It's not Cock, it's Catch. And just can't even, like, it doesn't come out right. No, I'm just I like the H is a like, little sharper than it should be. Catch, catch. I no, I just like I feel like if my last name was Cock, I would try and get people to be like, no, no, it's 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 actually coach. don't try. It's actually coach. Don't try to spice it up, any son. It's dirt, not dirte. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your name's fucking Jim Cock, <laughs> Jimmy Cox, Jimmy Cox, and I don't care. Uh, um, so anyways this Jimmy Cock beer and I don't care Jimmy Cock uh, <laughs> So old Jimmy Cock uh, The one that wrote the bullshit up at the top of the beer That we were talking about anyways Flavorful, full bodied, imbalanced <laughs> And was Rich, a revelation balanced, in taste Complex Anyway, so Jimmy Cox uh, He was a 6th generation beer maker According to their family. But it all, wasn't always uh, Sam Adams. No, 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 it was not. So in 1984, old Jimmy Cock uh, discovers his great-great-grandfather's beer recipe for Lewis Cock Lager. <laughs> he discovers this up in... Jimmy Cox discovers this in his father's attic. I wonder if that was a... great-great-grandfather's recipe. I wonder if that was a cream stout. Oh, Louis Cock Lager. Louis Cock Lager. Cream Stout. Drink it. Enjoy. Guzzle. Sploosh. <laughs> You'll enjoy it on your face, your neck, and your chest. Oh, spill it all over. I oh, can't get enough of Jim. 
Louis Cock. Gluey Clock. So, in, in discovering Gooey Cock's lager, um, Jimmy Cock uh, Corn and was like, care. oh, this is great. I can challenge the status quo of American beer industry by making this craft brew bear. Screw you guys, grandpa, grandpa, yeah. grandpa, shit. And he thought that he claims to be an original in this and that it's a craft brew, but whatever. So in doing so, he decides to start the Boston Beer Company. I wonder why Gooey Cock Lager never got caught <laughs> fire. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Sorry. No, it didn't, didn't mean to interrupt. They've been brewing but... beer. I think their family had been brewing beer for 150 years. I don't know why they Might just stopped or whatever. But like Very this is local. Just, we're talking about Sam Adams. We're not talking about the, Gooey cock the whole cock history. Yeah. History of the cock. Uh, cocks. Um, yeah, so he starts the company and calls it the Boston Beer Company, and it's just him and his co-pound, co- co-pounding friend. His co-pounder. His co-founder slash first employee, uh, Rhonda. And they basically went bar to bar, and it was just home-brewed beer. Huh. Like, they weren't at that time. You know, this is So he was making this... In his house. Yeah, literally. Oh, he made the first batch in his uh, kitchen. Nice. Yeah, I, did, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So, makes the beer in his kitchen. And he's just like schlepping it place to place. Yeah, going. To just... he's basically going to bar, from bar to bar with a briefcase full of beer. God, that's going to be hard to like And he do. named that beer Sam Adams. Well, Samuel Adams. Yeah, because Jim Cock Lager didn't really want to... Uh, <laughs> no, it was Louis Cock Lager. Louis Cock Lager. This is my dad at... My daddy, daddy, daddy's beer. <laughs> My daddy's beer. daddy, daddy beer. I guess that's daddy batter beer. Baby batter beer? I mean, if it's gooey cock. <laughs> it's Lewis cock Alright, All right. It's complex, douchey, balanced, and complex. So, instead of calling it gooey cock lager, he decides to call it Samuel Adams. Good choice. Uh, obviously named after the one of our founding fathers... By we, I mean America. Yeah. Uh, a revolutionary man of independent mind. A redcoat killer? Um, Maybe. Or just a person with a signature on that old uh, piece of paper that we keep in the Smithsonian. So he was doing this, and according to their the research I did, um, they made their like official debut, they claim, as Patriots Day, April 1985. April what? It doesn't say. It just says Patriots Day. <laughs> In Boston, all of April yeah, is all Patriots of April Day. Is Patri- yeah. Guess what tomorrow is? Fucking Patriots Day. <laughs> Next day, fucking Patriots Day. You enjoy this? You know what my favorite movie is? It's never been out. Patriots Day. <laughs> Fuck Judgment Day. Looks Ooh. like we got a Patriots Day. So yeah, the Wicked Retired Bia Samuel Adams is uh, born on Patriots Day. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in uh, the, the month of Brewery April. Company. Figure it out yourself. I don't know. Do your own research. Yeah. It's the first of the 31st. I don't know. Enjoy a cock. Or two. Uh, or three. Or a six pack. If you however, six, six months after that, um, it actually uh, won. Uh, what was it? It was a. Oh, it was selected as the best beer in America at the Great American Beer Festival. Where's this? I, I mean, we'll do more research on it later, and you don't have to answer me now. But like, where is this festival held? Like, what happens at this thing? How many beers are invited? I mean, I don't know. Mean? But they, they basically were killing it at the time because if you 
picture 1984 and like what most Americans are drinking for beer. Well, I was three years old and I was drinking my daddy's leftovers. But what was he drinking? He was probably drinking tan cans, tan like cans, or Budweiser or Bud Light or some variant of those. Yeah. And then Sam Adams comes along. It's like, oh shit, this beer has like little more alcohol and taste. You know, yeah. there's there there was other micros around at that time, but they were very very localized, or they were, um, you know, kind of off brands of the major labels and not not very popular. You know. But it probably sounds like this was regional at 1984 more so than I think it was but I don't think that I think this was going on elsewhere and that there were those local beers and those local brews you're saying it's kind of like the start of a movement yeah well he claims to be like the forefather what Jimmy Cox claims to be the forefather of like craft brew and Mm. I think he did a lot for it but uh, um, so he basically his whole thing was like Americans are drinking just like piss water beer and he wanted to get into like hey let's have beer that actually has some sort of flavor he wants an after lawnmower beer beer yeah he wanted to like he wants a dinner beer yeah he wanted a dinner beer he wanted a beer that wasn't fucking and an American made dinner beer you know like I'm sure you could get other you know even though that's monkey piss but so they kind of just stayed around Boston from like 80, 85 they win that award and they keep winning it. They, um, whatever it was, the best beer in America at the Great American Beer Festival. Perennial powerhouse. Um, it's kind of cool though, like in, 19, in in that festival, like 93 national and regional beers compete and they okay. won. So they did yeah. good. No, that's I, a I lot of they, beers. They won a couple times. I'm not, I don't know, two or three times, but they basically... They're the best beer that's coming out of America at that time, 1984 or 85, I guess, through 80, whatever. Late 80s, probably. In 1989, um, from just being this mom and pop thing where they're selling it door to door, basically, a suitcase full of beer at bars, they are now selling 63,000 barrels. Damn. And each of those is like two kegs. Things escalated quickly. Yeah, two yeah. kegs. Yeah, so in like four years, it went from being, you know, small to 63,000 barrels of beer, which is probably not that much compared to like a major brewery, but that's a shit ton if you're a small mom and pop. Brewery, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it sounds like the typical Boston like story. Like, yeah, I knew Donnie from Worcester, and like, yeah, he was with his brother Mark, and both of them became great actors, and now you know him as Marky Mark. And Donnie Warburg, yeah. And they are my favorite show, The Warburgers. Paul knocked my sister up. I fucking could give a fuck about him. So, after they blew up, like, The Warburgers, did... It? What? Um, no, um... The Cox blew up? The... As they started making these, making more and more, and having a higher demand, higher, um... They needed to supply it, so they, um... Contracted out to other breweries to make their beer. Okay. And the first kind of like sublet uh, their the first formula. Bre- the first brewing company to uh, that they uh, contracted under was the Pittsburgh Brewing Company. Your boys. Yeah. That's right. Zombie Killer. Yeah. Right. Iron City. They're best known for Iron City. They also have other ones, but uh, cool. go back to episode five if you don't know what the hell we're talking about. Four. It was four. What was oh. five about? Oh yeah, five was about that. Wrong again, Ty. Wrong's been my middle name throughout yeah. this podcast. No, this is left. No, this, this is, is right. I'm right. No, um, you're wrong. 
so yeah so over the years they've been produced by other or uh it's yeah it's been made by other um breweries but yeah originally it was actually like when they started mass producing it it was by the pittsburgh brewing company which is cool like that's just another fucking feather in their cap because pittsburgh brewing company's the shit no it's like having a cool uncle trust me oh i was gonna say so as they're producing it eventually they um are being it's being made in um oh god what is it called oh it's made it's being made in cincinnati yeah so it's, it goes through other like uh, it was made in Portland. I'm, I believe that's Portland, Maine. Under at a different brewery, it was made in other places. But um, it was subletted pretty hard all over the. Yeah, place. they basically sublet the beer recipe. The recipe, and they would brew it and bottle it for them, and then they would sell it, obviously, um, under you know the um, Boston Brewing Company. So I wonder if there was any like weird variations between bottle size um, or labels, or if they had their style guides so on point. That it was you know, I don't know. I didn't really get into like the history of the labels or what it looked like, because to me, it's always kind of looked the same. My Aside from of it, you, know, you know, their rebrand. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like elements that have changed, but it's always just kind of been like, yeah, that's a Sam Adams. Like, it's nothing design wise, nothing jumps out at me. You know? No, no, it's always been. It's not like an Iron City or something where it's like, oh, this was in a can and it looked dope back in the seventies. No. I think a problem, a lot of that is because it started in eighty. Eighty four, you know? and that's a bad time. And yeah, like they don't have the they don't have the Prominence. sixty year history, the fifty year <laughs> history to like have dope old ass logos. They just have like, and I mean shit was cool in eighty four, but like mm. not mm. not as cool mm. as it was in like you know no not the as 50s cool as it was in the seventies. You know, like 60, when yeah. styles were completely changing and everyone was trying fucked up designs. Uh, rad shit. So as they're um, moving, as they're being brewed by other places, they eventually are being brewed um, by Cincinnati's uh, Hudapul Schlöling Brewery. Uh, that's uh, that's easy to say. I have no idea what that is, but um, yeah, say that ten times. First. That is actually eventually bought by uh, the Koch family, hmm. and it's because um, that was his uh, Jim, Jimmy Koch's hometown. So he's not a New Englander. I don't understand that. Yeah, it says like in the mid 1990s, Jim Cock returned to his hometown of Cincinnati to purchase that brewery. <laughs> I've come back. And the weird thing, though, that brewery is where his father apprenticed back in the 40s. Like L his Louis C. Cock? No, no, that was his great grandfather. <laughs> I don't know who Jimmy Cock's like dad was, but uh, we'll say Louis. I hope Louis, it's Richard Cock. Louis Cock Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with some LKJ. <laughs> Idiot turds. More than four point nine. Uh, well, it just—it seems like a shallow history where we have just kind of like jumped around, subletted, and it probably helped out his distribution chain being in a central hub in the central well, of you know this country and being like, you know what, we can shoot this to the West Coast if we're in Cincinnati. Well, by buying that, it was their attempt to basically not be brewed by. Major breweries. Gotcha. It was their, they they wanted to reduce their reliance on contract brewing. Yeah. And they were, that's basically all they were doing was contract brewing. They were doing having you know. It's almost a licensing deal make it or whatever. It's basically the, here's our recipe, brew it for us. But you know they have that's to pay all them that to do is. it. You know if you can get that all under like one house, like the more you know, then that actually makes you a 
independent brewer as opposed to being like I have a good recipe that you guys are making for me you know yeah no it, it is licensing at its finest yeah so at this time like this is now like they've, they've had success and they've been going so it's now like the mid 90s or so yeah they bought this brewery but as they're growing it's just this whole US craft beer movement is just it's got to be peaking out the mid to late 90s this is right when we are starting to get into beer but can't fucking afford it or are legal to drink it oh no no this is uh we're like we're in high school we're 15 and this is like but i i specifically remember seeing like beer go from kind of being budweiser curs those major label and then the jump and then seeing like oh fuck there's all these other and it wasn't like a bunch but still seeing like oh hey there's this beer and this beer and this beer like not even drinking it but knowing that it was out there you know no because like at that age we were just like strictly economy too we're like oh we scrapped together 25 bucks we get just like two uh, 12ers of cans, whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it didn't matter. It for didn't uh, matter. For us, it was, yeah, we'll fucking drink Natty Ice. Yeah. We did. Because we can afford it. Yep. This, uh, however, other people that were not us were like, oh, fuck, I can get something that's not Natty Ice. Yeah. Please, thank you. So on our spectrum, yeah. share two 12ers or have one six pack. Had we been smart, we would have gone with one six pack. We were strictly economics at that point. Yeah, so they, I mean, they just basically have continued success, and then, uh... Any mergers, buyouts? Well, this is the crazy... So, they started out, and there wasn't that many craft brew independent breweries, and then by 1995, Uh there's 600 independent breweries in the U.S. They were at the forefront. And so they, yeah, they'd been doing... At that point, they had been doing it for 10 years. Yeah. And then 10 years later, there's 600 other, like independent breweries you know you gotta feel a little isolated when you start that 10 years ahead of your time though and you're like you kind of struggle through it you stay regional and then you sublet it out you license it out and then you're like oh fuck this is a thing now you're like okay cool time to cash in i'm like i wonder well really what was going through their mind or if there's any quitting points well my thing is so in 1995 this is where they go from are you actually a small craft brew or are you a major fucking label brew? Oh, I bet they jump skews dramatically. Well, so 1995, it went from being like, there's independent breweries to now there's 600 that are producing specialty beers across the U.S. Uh, the Boston Beer Company decides to just go public and starts selling their uh, stock on the New York Stock Exchange. Huh. Yeah. Remember that one ad they had probably like two years back? They're like, and they're going. Was it something around. about being independent as fuck? Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, how many, how much of the actual beer market do you think we have? And like, people would have this like, they're like, ah, you know, it's not too much, maybe like fifteen to ten percent of the actual beer market. And I think that it was all um, perceived um, market value by their consumers because they're so omnipresent with um, advertising. And it's actually like one percent or like two percent oh, really slim have, yeah. yeah what they actually have and it, that, that was, said though that's like a million times more than what any like small oh yeah because i know, mean you it, look at the mergers now or that have happened over the last decade and you're like well yeah like three major brew houses are together as one on one side of the fence and the other side of the fence it's about the it's, same story yeah it's it's either anheuser-busch or it's miller yep and then, or below that, it's Sam Adams. And then below that, it's 
all these other fucking microbrews, you know, like Sam and Adams. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to shit on Sam Adams that much. Uh, you can't like, claim good, good that on you for like starting a beer movement and starting a craft beer like idea. Like, thank God you did that because we would not be enjoying the beers that we fucking enjoy. We love today. Yeah. You know, no, that said, you can't get butt sore about, uh, no longer. I mean, they're claiming to be a smaller, um, cock. Would you say? So how they, could you so, be butt so, sore? Yeah, Jimmy Cox claims that they're just like a small little uh, cock brewery. Yeah. So how could you be butt bud sore? Bud sore? Yeah, as in Budweiser. You can't be that. <laughs> <laughs> Pun play. Uh, well, Pun Very funny. I can tell you why I started to dislike this beer. Okay. Yeah. Let us in. There's date. I don't know what the dates are on this. I'm sorry. I lost. One of my uh, pages disappeared, and I can't find the dates. But uh, basically, uh, Jimmy Cox, Jimmy Cack, is having dinner with a group of uh, brewers, um, and they're at a uh, premier like Boston beer bar. It's called Rove Thirty Four. Hmm. I'm sure it's a reference to like I don't know. 34 things I don't care about. Yeah. It's how many times the fucking Patriots have cheated. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, it's wicked. It's added. Sounds about right. Um, so they're at this. He's with with other uh, brewers at a beer bar. And he's looking at the drink list. And it's filled with all of these awesome like beers that are probably better than Sam Adams. For sure. Yeah. Um and you know like it's not just american ones there's also like you know just, just tons of beers okay and you know it's not on there sam adams for sure yeah oh, of course so he gets fucking he get he gets his fucking cock panties in a ruffle real quick um. so he's just like he's he's staring at the beer menu and just starts criticizing it he's just like this is a bullshit. You ain't got no cock beer up in here. No where's, cock beer up in here. Where's my Sammy Adams? <laughs> uh, is that when he decides to well, launch a bunch of varieties of this? Because yeah, so he he's starts famous for that. Well, no, I don't know. I see. That's why I want to find I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing so many different seasonal varieties of Sam Adams, and I've liked a few of them. They do like an autumn lager. One of my favorites was a black lager at one point, and it was thick, hearty. It was like. Guinness so you, with meaning. You prefer the black cock black lager. Cock lager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm okay. a loose girl. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I'm. Yeah. Well, I'd say my my taste buds. Black cock. You go back cock. Yeah. Lager. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what eh. the fuck? Eh. The, what the fuck are we talking about? You're speaking of butt wiper. Oh, so he starts. So he's looking at this menu at the spear bar with brewers. This is like a public fucking thing. Yeah. Um, he starts being like. Half these beers don't even fucking deserve to be on here. They're, he just starts talking mad fucking shit. This is a dude that has success and has had, had sex, has had success. success for 30 fucking years making beer. He's not fucking poor. His beer just happens to have gone out of fucking style. And he starts bitching about like... Where he came and, from? Up and coming fucking independent beer, breweries that probably fucking deserve it. Um, but no, he doesn't just let it like go at that like he's sitting next to the owner of the fucking beer bar so he's the manager at the beer bar nirvana complaining about mud honey right now yeah basically yeah and so 
the manager starts like she's like, "Do look, these beers are really good." Like yeah, starts to try, try to explain one. the ones that he's saying are ship. Um, Wrap your cock makes, lips like, around this beer and try it out. This fucking ass hat makes like the employees of this beer bar cry. Like that's how fucking like huh. big of an asshole he is. What a cock. A Jim Cock. Yep. It runs in the family. It runs in the family. What an ass hat. Um, he then just... Wait, this is the worst part. What this, kind of prima donna bullshit no, is this? So then he gets up, he goes to the tap to the uh, tap room, to the keg room. Yep. Uh, where they, you know, have all the kegs chilled or whatever the fuck they do. Um, and he starts checking their, like, freshness dates on the keg. <laughs> what? Like, he doesn't... He just... He's, it's stamped on there somewhere. Just show me. Show me. Show me where. Show me where. And this is... So this is a huge public event. God, I gotta find out what Ugh, fucking date. What a fucking douche nozzle. But it's basically like... I guarantee you this is probably in the 2000s. I'm not sure. I guarantee it. It's right, when you've had some this, critical Okay, acclaim. this was posted in January, the beginning of this year. Okay. So when this actually happened, I'm guessing October 2014. Really? This recent? So this is... Less than a year old, that this this little uh, bitch that's been fucking he's losing his grip that hard success as a fucking successful fucking beer maker, yeah. you know, and probably like one of making one of the most recognizable beers in America, and he has his fucking panties in a ruffle and just he's pulling taps out. He's like, "What? Ciervetta's not that good," and he's like, "Let me try it." Yeah. Like, hold on, let me let me try it again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And then, but no, me, then he has the water. fucking balls to go into the fucking back room to the keg room and be like, "What's the what's the born on date on this poker?" And you say this was at a bar? It wasn't yeah. even his establishment. It's it at wasn't a beer like... bar. See, I'm wondering like <sighs> this Dude. may have been some sort of an event because it was a group of brewers. Okay, yeah, the 34. And it's called Row 34. Yeah, and it's one of Boston's top rated beer bars. But just the the audacity of this fucking Jimmy Cox. Oh, motherfucker. So, Jimmy Cox is a sixth-generation beer brewer, according to himself, um, who's bitching about his beer not being that great, despite the fact that they run nationally televised commercials. I'm pretty sure they've had ads in the Super Bowl. Maybe not, but, like, they run ads during fucking NFL games. It seems like a baseline type of megalomaniac where, like, he's, like, losing a little bit of control. Other people are, like, getting more press. And maybe he's getting threatened to be bought out. And he's just tripping balls that a small bar that's hosting their little fucking elitist party doesn't care. I don't think, I mean, bullshit. I think it's, a, it's probably a big bar. It's probably a popular bar. I mean, it says it's one of Boston's top rated beer bars, which I don't know. Fuck them. Who cares? The point is... They're playing sports that I don't care The point about. is, like, you sports literally teams. have had success for 30 years, and you started a movement that should be good. Yeah. You know, you started this, quote-unquote, craft beer movement. And I'm not trying to shit on your beer, because this beer is actually not bad. No, I'm enjoying it. I don't know what the price point is on it, but, like... Uh, it was about 9 Box uh, for a sixer of bottles. Really? Yeah. So that's I, and maybe that's their thing is that uh, they're charging too much for something that people. I can spend nine dollars and get a six pack of something. I would enjoy a lot more than this. Church Key was around the same price point, and those were cans, and it was small, like smaller volume. 
but yeah, but it's more also elusive, like a, local, yeah, lo- supporting, very, yeah, and very like esoteric about like you're in the know. It and you have to have a church, or, you know, it comes with a church key. To, no, it's fun. It's a talking point. It's a conversation yeah, yeah. piece. It's like and a that's nice that I consider like a novelty beer. Almost, the quality you know? of that pilsner trumps the quality of this lager. Oh, easily, easily, easily. yeah, yeah. I just think like there are other loggers that I would say are a million times better than Sam Adams. Well, maybe not a million, but yeah, that are better than Sam good. Adams, but costs a buck or two cheaper. You know, oh you yeah, can, you can yeah. get it for a buck or cheap. If you're bucks. doing a price point analysis versus quality, oh, yeah. yeah, it's higher on the like price point, a little lower on the quality. Well, like middle it, like, if, quality. But. If I'm looking at a I'm in the middle of nowhere and I have the choice of a six pack of Budweiser bottles or a six pack of Sam Adam bottles and it's three dollars difference a two dollar difference guaranteed I think three dollars I'm yeah. gonna go like no no go with Budweiser go with the king of two dollar difference I'm like yeah I'll have a fucking I'll have a Sam Adams for sure yeah 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 I mean there's a tipping point for sure yeah and I'm not a logger guy but I really it's good though it's easy you yeah. know what it is it's easy it is easy. All right, yeah. It's like going back and playing t-ball easy. It's like going back. <laughs> it just sets them up for you to knock them down. Yeah, you just knock them the fuck down. Like, yeah. it's going back and doing, you know, like a spelling bee in first grade easy. Like, And I imagine that's probably the dialect of Boston, is you just stay in that grade. I like the origin story of this. I mean, I, you know, we didn't do a shit ton of research into it. It's... Mostly because it's an '84 year, or um, it started in '84, so it's only like a 31 year old beer. 41. Oh, you're 31. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 31 year old beer. Yeah. Um, we wanted to give you a podcast about a bottled beer that was like in between major label, but super small. We wanted to shoot the gap and just try to kind of. Yeah, and I think this is a perfect one because it's a. They started off, or at least we were one of the first ones to start. The small beers that yeah. we love, the small, the we craft do. beers. So, Which hats we, off to them for doing that. I just love that it came, it like, came full circle on this motherfucker. That's like, oh, I you started it. that, yeah. yeah. Everyone's kind of like against it. You got a little too big for your britches, Jimmy Cock. Yeah, well, Jimmy Cock, I think that your beer's not as good as you think your beer is. No, no, no. That said, they you were you were you're you checking said, freshness. Try checking flavor, idiot tard. You started talking about um, how you liked uh, various flavors of this, and I do actually. That's yeah. like I think that's the last time I had this was I was in um, maybe Cal- California yeah. actually, and I got like the seasonal variety pack of it. Yeah, because the autumn like, is really one. good. Yeah, 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 and they're they're good. I mean, they're beer I can drink and I can enjoy. Yeah. And it is becoming slowly the Starbucks of beer. Not on that, like, fucking full-scale volume, but as far as, like, we have a pumpkin spice latte bear. That's the snobbery and the douchery that they're getting at. And eventually, they'll be there. Yeah. And I think it's just, as far as they go, like, as far as the Koch family goes, I mean, either you sell out or you buy in, but you have to accept the fact that you've done one of those. Shit or get off the pot. And you have. You know, so you're either... you, You can't expect local bars to carry this. I can't think of... I don't think I've ever had Sam Adams on tap, on draft. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should that bring us to a last call? Yeah, I think so. I think that um, I've enjoyed this beer. Yeah. I... 
I think feel we like nailed. we gave it a fair assessment as far as uh, Wanda Cobra goes. It's a good bad. Josh Hedder. Uh, Jonathan Hader. James Hetfield. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. yeah. That that's is actually a that's better. better. All right. Yeah, James Hill. It, it used to be good. Now it's not as good. Not as good. You cut yeah. your hair. Now it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Gar- what was the Garage Inc? Uh, no. Be- uh, there was that. Well, Black well, Album. There's like ten other ones after Black, Black Album's <laughs> listenable, and then it goes like Garage Inc. But like they are doing covers uh, I, of Diamond Head and Misfits. Yeah. And then there's that S and M album. Where they do yeah. it with the symphony? Yeah. Don't just, care. Yeah. Okay. As he's done, he, right. I can see the, that it's the James Hetfield. No, I just it's yeah. it is it's the James, James Hetfield, Hetfield? beard. Yeah, when you get all snobby and you go mm-hmm. back and you get all like Larsish yeah. and you're like, my gems aren't right. Fuck you, Napster. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't say it was a Lars. That's fucking. That's that's low. That's saved for like. That's me. probably Sam that's, Adams' that's, light. No, that's me shitting into a bottle and then peeing into the bottle, shaking it up, and being like, here, it's beer. Oh God, thank you. Ed. Yeah. Is this this some more? Uh, all right, so on a scale of one to Cobras, finally. Yeah, we nailed James it. Hetfield. James Hetfield, good job, guys. All right, so uh, now I'm going to finish this one, and I'm going to crack another one before we go. Okay, cool. Uh, we want to get into a last call um, before we wrap this thing up, and we want to give shout-outs to a few people for various reasons. <laughs> we want to yeah. say uh, thank you, Adrian. Oh, Adrian sent us... He's the first one to email us. First one to email us. Thank you so much, Adrian. Uh, Another... uh, It's my other sister's boo, but he sent us an email all the way from Germany. He listens to this in Germany, which is just like... Yeah, and he'll listen. It's international, so that's fucking dope. Yeah, he's spreading the word around, and yeah, we actually see stats from Germany and other countries. And he writes in and says, uh, fun fact about beer in Germany, there are only... 500 milliliters, half liter. Uh, yeah, about he s- doesn't use the King's measurements, so we have oh, no he does, idea how much that is. He does here. Uh, about the size of a tall boy. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I can only find that size of a beer can. Uh, the smaller ones somehow disappeared about 15 years ago for reasons unknown to me. I'd like to get into that later. Yeah, I think uh, next time Adrian's visiting the States, we're going to try and get him on this, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll We'll dwell into uh, why. We'll delve into uh, delve into. I like dwell. We'll dive into. <laughs> yeah, no, we'd like to do that with him um, and have that. But that's awesome. So Germany only has tall boys, which rules. Yeah, like twelve ounce cans are for pussies. Uh, I need more. Yeah, I need sixteen. But yeah, point, thank you for writing in. Point. And I'm glad we rekindled your curiosity in trying new beers. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Adrian. Uh, sent you off some free shit, so I hope you enjoy it. And we'd also like Who to else? thank uh, Mickey Parrish. He was the first one to write in to... Oh, Mickey, you're uh, so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. He reviewed our iTunes. And he gave us like a one-word response, which I don't remember. But thank you, Mickey. I think he said the, like beers or something. He's like, cool. Or, or barfs. It was monosyllabic <laughs> um, and positive. Thank you. So all of you listening, if you could, go on to iTunes and just write a review. It can be something as simple as barf. But then rated five stars. Yeah. So we far, we, we're pretty flawless in uh, the star. I category. think it's all five stars, but there's no like actual written reviews. Just write. Like, well, there's the one Mickey did. Well, okay. There you <laughs> Thank go. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Mickey. There's one written review, and I'd like to see like maybe five written reviews by the next time we do a full episode. Mm, Twenty-five ratings too. If you don't feel like it, just rate us. Yeah. Yeah. 
So just uh, literally write something like beers or like yeah. Das Gud if or you're from Germany. Or funny stuff. Yeah. Because right um, now we're I like... I my face off if you're from Germany. If you click on related podcasts, we're like next to Mark Marin and like like Rogan and whatever. I don't know. Which is an honor, but we're not nearly as good as they are. <laughs> Whatever I don't know. No, I just, <laughs> no it's no. awesome. I mean, keep just, no. just rate us and like. That's all we can ask for. Yeah, for I mean sure. it's cool because if he if we he, like the interaction. The higher up we get, um, rating wise and review wise, the more people will see it when they're looking for a new podcast to listen to, and that's our that's our goal is just to get more into into more ears. You know, we're, we're not trying to. Yeah, we want to penetrate to, like, your make ear money holes. or anything. We love doing this because we love doing it. Yep. And we want other people to enjoy it and spread the word. And yeah, we so, just want to get word deep into your ear holes and penetrate your brain. Last of our uh, last calls, I thank you. You is, already um, did. No, I got a new one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say uh, thank you to the people that we sent shit out to. That uh, we sent stickers out. And people uh, took photos and put them up on Instagram. Yes, yes. And tagged yes. us in them. Like, that's awesome. Like, thank you for, uh, you know, tagging us and putting it up on Instagram. If we sent you out stuff, like, throw it up there and tag us in it. Yeah. And, and you can spread use them around. any of those social media outlets on Facebook, Cobros Cast, on Instagram and Twitter at Cobros Podcast. And then our email is cobrospodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Tumblr, which actually holds our web page and hosts our most listened to on the web. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And that is cobrospodcast.tumblr.com. Thank you. Uh, SoundCloud as well, if you don't like iTunes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you like that as a better uh, format, that works as well. Um, very stoked. And, and that's at uh, Cobros Podcast, right? Yeah. 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 You could just search Cobros. A lot of us, too. Alright, enough of this bullshit. Uh, I wanted to end this with some fucking House of Pain or the band Boston or some Dropkick Murphys. No, I'd rather reenact how David Carradine died. Sexy. Alright, so instead of fucking playing some shit Boston band, your music sucks, it's wicked retarded. It's wicked horrible. Let's go on some fucking soulful shit. I, got, I agree. I got the perfect song right here. There we go. All right. Cobra's podcast. Conversations on beer. Random other stuff. I'm Tyler Palmer. I'm Izzy Half. Later.